0: Unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This
1: is the Retail Warzone Podcast. Welcome. Two years. That's what's up. Um, if you would have told me that I would have kept doing this for two years, uh, I might would have said maybe not, but here we are. Um, and you know, once again, I want to say thank you to everybody that participates because you guys are are (coughs) the reason I do this anyway. And you know, it's not a money-making thing. You know, I was really tempted today because I can actually put a thing on Linktree. that's like a tip jar. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm I'm not going to whore myself out like that. Go buy merch if you want to do something. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Mad Dog says, hard to believe it's been two. So happy for you. Oh, I mean, happy for us probably unhappy for other people especially when we call them out and that's okay um having said that you know new year new co-host um something that you know i've been wanting to do for a long time anyway and uh you know i'm glad he's able to do it like i said you know he he's not gonna be able to commit to every single one of them because real life happens and that's okay um but for the most part he'll be here and with that um we have a new feature that is called the fact of the week. So it goes a little something like this, and we're going to do it at the beginning of every show after everybody gets settled in or whatnot. So here we are. The Irish Connections fact of the week. The more you know. Irish, go ahead. Well, good evening, everybody. Uh,
0: So for the first fact of the week, I think it's appropriate uh, that we talk about the minimum wage. So tonight's fact, New Zealand was the first country to introduce a minimum wage in 1894. That's
1: it. There you go. Damn hobbits. The hobbits has created the minimum wage. We can thank them. Do, But is there like a second minimum wage and like a third minimum wage? Kind of like, you know, first breakfast and second breakfast? <laughs> that would be good. All right, so... Let's get not it's not gonna be real heavy tonight since it's like a birthday thing. We just chop it up. You got questions for Irish or questions for me or whatnot. We can talk about random things that are going on in the industry. Not really topical tonight, you know, with it being a celebration and all, you know. Hey, let's have a good time. And uh so, but there are headlines and those are always fun. So check these out. Um, retail apocalypse returns, interest rates. Lower consumer spending and inflation spark a fresh wave of distress. Ooh. Retailers try to curb theft while not angering shoppers. Hey, anger the shoppers. The more we anger the customers, the better off I am. I like that. Just just piss them all off. Uh, shoppers to face fresh price hikes. as Stores and suppliers pass on costs. Um, that's known as greed. Um, amid food inflation, more shoppers turn to dollar stores for groceries, which is one of the most unhealthy um, and, you know, ripoffs, you know, by ounces and pounds and whatnot out there. So that that's a terrible thing to see. Yeah, their business is going to grow up, uh, you know, go up quite a bit, but it's not really cost effective and, you know, long term. Um, th- this one was great. Uh, three ways to address frontline employees' pain points to reduce churn. Um, not shocking, one of those three ways had nothing to do with pay. So, um, and this one it really struck me. I, I did a little video on um, TikTok and on uh, YouTube as well as Twitter. <laughs> Um, this is a two-part thing. Retail layoffs in January spiked 3,225% year-over-year report. Uh, next headline, retail hell. I worked in retail, and there's so many reasons why cashiers hate shoppers, and don't get me started on all the stupid jokes. The funny part about that is they source this information from TikTok, and I don't know what kind of world we live in when journalists are getting their material from TikTok. Um, I, I, the Walter Cronkites of the world, Would be really, really upset, I do believe. Uh, Empty shelves and layoffs inside Bed Bath & Beyond's years-long death spiral. Surely we could have done better. You think? Probably so, yeah. And then to pair with the retail layoffs in January, that was February 3rd. And then on February 4th, this headline was the supply side. Workforce shortage, top concern for retailers. Now, wait a fucking minute, guys. How can you have both? You're going to lay off... All these people, but then you're going to complain about workforce shortage? No, that's not how that works at all. Uh, Sorry. Um, And then Walmart raises its minimum wage as retail labor market remains high. So they raise their minimum wage to $14 an hour. Whoop-de-doo. That's way too low. Um, And then this one is interesting, and this is one I am absolutely 100% behind. Is it time for retailers to pay their managers overtime? And that might be a good topic to discuss tonight as well Um, because there was a time uh, when Obama was president where he had actually passed um, legislation or it might have been executive order, I'm not really sure, to where managers, if you worked over 45 hours, you got overtime and a bunch of companies scrambled and, and were flipping out, and then the election happened, and then, 40, uh, then Trump won, and he canceled it and all that. So they got away with not having to do that, but I really do foresee that happening in the near future. So there's your headlines. The links are in the description, and go read away. So check the chat real quick. Um, hello, Erica, thank you um hero says you know why anchor shoppers more price hikes yep mad dog but if one more person tells me they just printed their bill this morning yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and hero says tell them you gotta wait for the ink to dry and walk off so there's our headlines and real quick you know we want to motor through this stuff we cannot forget our wonderful sponsor the serving times as if customer service wasn't ridiculous enough his latest headline My job quiet hired me, so I quiet quit, which prompted them to quiet fire me, so now I'm rage applying so I can join the great resignation, job hop, and quiet thrive. There is the web address for the Serving Times. The link is also in the description of the video. Please go check his stuff out. It's wonderful. Glad and proud to call him the sponsor of the Retail War Zone. And then one more Quick aside, and I hope I pressed the right button, TM Lens had requested um, us to have a link to a printable business card for the Retail Warzone so you can print it if you so choose and pass it out in situations you see fit. Well, I finally got around to doing it, and it looks like this. Um, it's actually transparent. All the type is black. There's no colors to it. The only thing that's going to use any kind of ink is the qr code because it is white inside the black circle but the link to the file to download and print is in the description of the video as well if you guys jump on board with that anytime you pass one out or you print them out or whatnot send me an email or send me a message on twitter um you know i want pictures so we can kind of highlight that you know to show that people are actually behind it and actually doing this. So having said that, a lot of cool stuff going on. So there we are. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Irish for a little bit here. Let him kind of ramble, you know, give us his thoughts on the two years you know, the past, the present, and the future. And we'll just kind of chop it up. Like I said, it's going to be light tonight because it's a birthday celebration. And, you know, there's confetti and everything. And I'm real proud of this button and that it does that. So we're going to have a good time tonight. And then next week we're going to get real serious and back to business. But, Irish, what you got?
0: Well, what what I got is a little bit of surprise at first, to be honest with you, because uh, the two years really crept up on me. Um, I did not – I didn't think that two years ago when I was like looking for something like this, that uh, it, w- it would be going strong still today. Um, and I think just kind of light observation. What I really like is, is that the when you did this this time last year, it's the same people uh, in the chat. So the retention uh, of the actual podcast is really, really good. You know, it's that the same people are tuning in all the time, uh, contributing um and are, are part of the kind of you know the the small community that, that, that that's here and I, I i really like to see that that, that it's uh, the same crew um but you know in terms of the last year it flew by um you, you know I, there's been I, we covered a wide range of, uh, of topics on, on on the podcast and uh you know there's been a couple of standout ones but uh you know, the, the one, the thing that stands out for me the most would actually be that, that the consistency every single week, you know, you, you, you're you there uh, uh, doing another uh, topical show and uh, pretty much the same people every week are tuning in and contributing. And I think that that really reflects very, very well on, on the integrity that you have here. Um, so I like that. Um, just out of curiosity, do you happen to have a, a you know, standout moment in the last year in the podcast
1: oh wow um from a music standpoint i was really proud that i was able to get a hold of shauna potter because uh, Mm. i think she's actually a fantastic vocalist and you know it's cool to be able to kind of cross over and have somebody that works in the music industry you know be you know present for this even though you know she advocates for a lot of different things um that was pretty standout you know I really did enjoy um, one of the more recent ones when we talked about um, the hiring managers. I I think that's a very important topic Um, overall, you know, for, for the entire body of work, I mean, we should all be extremely proud and thankful that we were part of the justice for Evan um, promotions. And, you know, the fact that I got to interview his, ex-girlfriend and you know um you know having the organizers on and whatnot I mean that that's powerful stuff and you know when you look at how this thing started and you look at some of the guests that we've had I mean really and truly we probably didn't have any business getting some of these people I mean we had Dr. Jerry Carbo which was great you know we had you know uh Senator Jeff Brandis. Um, you know, who who did not have to give us an ounce of his time and dedicated 30 minutes and, you know, kept his word and was here, you know, uh, Pete Wheelan, And then a lot of the great people that we've met, you know, like Adam Cott, um, Stephen Petrovelli, you know, those kind of things. I mean, it, it's it's been interesting to me to see that we've been able to get people in here that are knowledgeable in their field. You know, um, when we had The Economist, uh, his name escapes me at the moment, Um, you know, we, we've done some really cool things and you know, this is a, oh, and absolutely Matt Mitchell. I cannot believe I forgot that, you know, that was a personal thing to me, you know, somebody I enjoy their content, you know, absolutely hilarious. It was extremely lighthearted and it, it came at a good time, you know, it was a good break between all the serious shit that was going on, but yeah, he, he was fantastic. So I mean I'm proud that we've made it this far, and it's interesting that you know we've gotten some of these guests on. I know Irish, you've done a really good job of sourcing people, you know, without being asked. You know, I'll get some random email or some random message from Irish saying, "Hey, you know, Nick Kosh, that that was the the economist um, from Wyoming." Um, you know, Irish is the one who got him, you know, and it's that kind of dedication to something that no one makes a dime off of. We're not doing it for any kind of clout, You know, we're doing it to spread a message. I mean, that's a pretty fantastic thing. And it's and all you guys that, that show up week after week and all you guys that stay devoted to the calls and whatnot and, and help, you know, retweet and repost and, and offer support, you know, you are literally on the ground floor, uh, you know, of something that could very possibly turn into something huge and none of you will be forgotten. Just know that. So hello, Adria. Um, How about you, Irish? Standout moments.
0: Uh, I like the creative stuff. Uh, So I I love it when we we get creative people on like Matt Mitchell and Steve Petrovellian and, 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 and people like that, because you know, there's, we, I think we all work with a lot of creative people in retail that are struggling to kind of, uh, uh, you know, do something with their art. So when the two kind of cross over uh, into the, you know, into the world of retail, I I quite, I quite like it. You know, it's a very niche market. That, for instance, that like you know, uh, that guy Brady Tunes, uh, he was doing the the, the cartoons of yep. um, Home Depot. Uh, then you know, uh, Steve and his comic books. It's it's a it's it's unbelievably niche, and it takes a lot of. Uh, it takes a lot of balls, really, to kind of to 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 lean into that and uh, and and make that your creative space. And I, I I just I really like those, you know, because they're also light hearted. You know, uh, look, we talk about some very heavy stuff and important stuff here, like you know, minimum wage and and uh, bullying in the workplace and, and equality and this and the other. But it, it is nice, and I I I really like the eclectic mix. That you can get here in a podcast like this where one week we could just be rolling over laughing at something hilarious and the next week we can actually be interviewing a senator.
1: Right, and real quick, you know, uh, Erica popped in. Thanks for the shout-out, Steve, and for all that you do in giving workers a platform to share the bullshit. Endured day in and day out, horns up. You know, it's, you know, Erica, I, I'm extremely appreciative. I mean, to be part of a movement that's extremely important you know, that really highlights the bullshit that goes on in these industries. I mean, I'm extremely honored, you know, it's that's a horrible story that hopefully some good maybe one day will come out of it. We'll see how everything, you know, uh, turns out. But, you know, thanks for reaching out to me. And hey, you know, on, on a musical note, it's always cool. Uh-huh to Come across somebody who who likes Villa Vallo as much as I do and typo negative, so that's that's cool, also. Um, you know, it's uh, it's interesting how a lot of these these paths intertwine. Um, blank stairs, you know, from uh, Dollar Tree, same musical taste, it's crazy. It, 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 I don't put any of that stuff out on Twitter, it's just it's it's like a, a synchronicity of, of the universe. I don't know, but the, I'm I'm always on the side of those folks that, that have the same um, musical preferences, especially when they're very kind of obscure um, to the United States, for one thing. Um, and, and, you know, we've we've met some great people. And, and the cool thing, you know, you bring up is is the serious rollover laughing, you know, and jump back into something serious. And, you know, it, it's, it doesn't take, like, for instance, the therapy sections doesn't take a lot of time for me to prepare that's you get two screens and boom. And basically it's just Katie bar the door, come in and talk. And and I feel like that's kind of a necessary thing because you, you never know who's going to pop up one day and who has had a shitty day. And is at the end of their rope and they start bleeding out in the chat and we've got a group of people that'll help them through, you know, because it's not a topical conversation. It's a, it's a place. I mean, it's meant to be some sort of therapy, you know, I'm not a doctor, you know, I don't play one on television, but the concept of, of having community support is really what that's all about. And then to be able to piggyback off of that and do what we do on Wednesday nights is a nice one two punch. You know? Your thoughts? So, yeah, sorry, see so that.
0: Unfortunately, the, uh, the, 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 the internet has not been kind here by call dropped there for a minute i had to reconnect uh so that may happen again um but i did catch your saying in general yeah i i what you're saying there sums up exactly how i found the the, the podcast originally you know uh, i i know that you it was particularly small when i found it but you know I, I was actively searching for for um respite you know to to see if i was the only one in the world that felt this way uh because sometimes it feels like that you know um I I do have these kind of conversations with my close coworkers and things like that and and, and people that I'm 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 friends with but it's it's, it, it, it's hard to find a space um in 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 the in the in the retail world where you can kind of just vent and uh and and find people that are equally as frustrated with how the industry has kind of developed over the last you know 20 years also some people just don't want to uh you know um you know some people just don't want to engage with it they just they, you know they come to work they get stuck in they go home and they unwind some other way which is probably probably what i should have done but you know it's a um you know uh, i i just i was just searching high and low for something and then i, I found you, you know your uh your channel when when it was in its infancy and um yeah right it, at you the know, very that's beginning. How, yeah i think that's and that as you described there like there will be other people like that who you know, I found it in the middle of the pandemic when I was unemployed for the first time in twenty years, um, and and it really hit home. Like, geez, every every bit of overtime I did, every uh, every time I dug out uh, places I worked for, it, it all meant nothing in the end. The, the second I became, you know, less than useful, I was gone. You know, and uh, uh, and that 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 resonated very strongly with me at the time, and um, uh, and other people will have days like that. Uh, and and when they're you know at a low point and they're 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 on the internet searching for, you know, this is this is a kind of um, a healthy outlet, let's say. I mean, I, I there are places that are particularly unhealthy, like you know Reddit and a lot of Twitter. Um, yeah. You know, that's um, like th- that could go either way. But like like this, in fairness, this community has been nothing but positive. I have been. I've watched almost every minute of every one of your podcasts. Uh, I'm not always, uh, you know, active in the chat, but like I've, I've never seen anything other than positivity and support, you know, and that, and that's nice.
1: Well, the biggest thing, and I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm so obsessed with this confetti. Y'all going to have to deal with this and <laughs> just, just get over it. Uh, welcome, Iron Maiden. Um, that's the reason the confetti came because you finally showed up. Um, Erica says, if you build it, they will come. You've done that for many. We're just getting started. Damn right. Uh, hybrid. You did bring up a good one. Yeah. Um, Andy Griskoviac, you know, the, the gentleman who did, uh, the black Friday movie. I mean, look at that. I mean, that was, um, Mm. you know, some stellar shit. I mean, dude, dude made a movie with the, with Ash from the evil dead. I mean, that's, that's impressive shit we had going on there. And that was just reaching out. Now, you know, the, 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 Unicorn of all this is if we can ever finally fucking get Scott Sykes. If we get him, then, then we might as well shut the channel down. It's over. I mean, that that's kind of like the pinnacle. And I do want to go back to what Adria said. Agree, I love blame tag serving times. See, and that's the thing. It, it was, I met blame tag over memes, and here we are. We wrote a Christmas song. I mean, I mean that's what makes all this cool, you know, and... All how we intertwine, and we there's all different things that, that we have in common. I mean, it's interesting, and you know, it is community at its finest, and it's community building at a very macro level. You know, it, it's you know, that's why I, I don't get hung up on numbers. You know, fuck it, I, I don't care. You know, I'd rather have you know, if, if all I can have is 12 to 13 people watching when we're live, that's better than zero. And I'm not going to sweat it, you know, over, over that. Because, you know, on my side, I see all the statistics from the replays and from the actual audio and, and guys to let you know, the audio does really, really well. And mm-hmm. I do take that and I do chop it up. I do, I do cut the intro out and all that other mess and anything that, that, you know, I feel like needs to, to come out. Cause it's just like wasted space but the audio does really, really well. And I mean, it's like in well over 30 countries. I mean, like there's some bizarre shit that goes on on the audio side, but Hey, that's cool. Whatever. You know, if somebody in Singapore likes what we're doing, rock on. And I don't care if it's just one person. Cool. That's one person. And uh, once again, you know, as far as how people perceive what we do, I'm going to quote Paul Stanley from kiss one more time. If you love us, that's great. If you hate us, that's fine too. If you're in the middle, get the fuck out. And And that's how I look at it. And there's so many people that make content and whatnot and get hung up on numbers that they'll beat themselves up. Man, I don't care. You know, it's, we've met great people here. And as long as those great people keep showing up, cool, it's worth it. Don't care if it's five or 15. If more great people come on and it gets bigger, that's even better, but for what we've got and the people that are in the circle, we have a great circle of people. We really, really do. Um, maiden says, ha ha. After I did the confetti. Mel says, can't keep a straight fate with all this confetti flying all over screen. I know. Right. I'm like a child with that. It's like, oh, this is fantastic. Look at that confetti. It, it really is. Um, Hybrid says it's all about the memories. Yes, and hybrid. Yes, mad dog did bring you along. You know, and that's cool. Um Adria says it was the bingo card that first caught her attention from uh Blame Tag. That is correct. Um Iron Maiden says it's all about having a safe and fun space to share, and we all appreciate it. I appreciate all of y'all. And Blame Tag says, LOL. That's me with the numbers. Don't worry about the numbers, dude. I'm telling you. Just let it happen. Don't do it. I was telling Irish, we've been bouncing between 357 and 359 YouTube subscribers over the past two weeks. Like, it went up to 359, then it went down to 358, then it went back to 359, then it went to 357. Whatever. I don't care. If you don't like it, fine. Don't watch. I don't give a shit. Like I said, it doesn't. I'm not getting paid on it. So it's not like you're hurting my pocketbook, right? So don't want to watch? Go. Go watch something else. I don't care. So what you got Irish?
0: Yeah, just on that, I think you're right. Uh, there's a danger in numbers anyway, man, because like, um, you, you, you and I can have a, a, a good discussion t- tonight. The chat's very, um, you, you can read out all the chat messages and we can kind of all, all nearly have a conversation, but you know, if, uh, if it does get like blow up one day, that that's something that won't be possible. You know, we're going to, you know, the, the chat's going to be insane. And, uh, It's just going to change things. So speaking of which, um, in terms of how how it's changed since the outset, has it been more or less as you expected? Did you think it was going to last as long? Or, you know, just what are your thoughts from the beginning?
1: Well, you know, I started all this because I really felt like that, you know, being a manager, store manager for so long, And in taking part in all the things that that we read about, how managers treat people, because you're trained to and you're threatened with your job if you don't. You know, I always meant this to be kind of like my confessional, you know, my my cleansing of my retail sins. But at the same time, advocating for people because I understood what they went through. Now, one thing I want to say real quick. um, What was it? Mel said, I've known Blame Tag a long time from another Twitter community. One day he said, Come join this retail family. I've loved it. Well, thank you. And and we love that you're here. Really do. Um, but d- Hero will tell you that I'm notorious for if 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 I'm drilled in on something, I'm I'm drilled in on something. And you know this is something my interest hasn't waned you know as we continue to do this it's not like i dread a wednesday or a monday it, you know and and i don't this sounds kind of weird it 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 kind of sounds like having a job but it's not a job you know because you, you you've committed to do things and 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 you keep up with your commitment um but no i mean it's it's something I believe in, and I've done enough research to read. I mean, look, you know, I've got children who who want to be YouTube famous, you know, for video games and all this other stuff, and that, and that's fine, that's fine if they are one day. That's cool, you know. Um, but you do enough research, and and you start looking at if you do focus on numbers, especially in creating videos and doing long form things like this. It takes three to five years to really hit a number that people would consider impressive. We're still babies at this, man. I mean, you know, we're crossing into year three. You know, year three is the year where, you know, we should see some elevation towards the end of it. But I don't worry about it because I don't have a goal. I don't – it's not like I sat down one day and said, okay, after year three – if I don't have X amount of subscribers, I'm quitting. No, I, I don't. And it's it's been very cathartic for me to, to do this. And it's it helps solidify my opinion about not having keys anymore. You know, I, I don't want that. Like I said, I told a story uh, a while back maybe I said it on stream or maybe I, I message you ours. You know, I was kind of approached asking what my plan was. And if I wanted to move up and I looked at my boss and said, I'm retired. I love what I do. One day I may have to get back into it because I don't have any other choice, but today is not that day. And that's kind of how i look at it. And, um, it's, it, it's different, you know, but I enjoy it. And, it would not be enjoyable at all. If it wasn't for all of you guys in the chat, that show up week after week, whether you pop in just for a second cause you're at work or whether you thumbs up or like, or what, whatever, you know, it, you guys are what makes it worth it. Now I'm going to ask you the same question. Irish.
0: Well, I, sub- I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I started off just, you know, uh, I wasn't really a contributor. Um, uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, like, obviously it's a little more difficult for me to actually make the, uh, the, 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 the time slots that you guys have. Correct. Um, but at the same time, I kind of, like, like you said, the word there is cathartic. Like, you know, it's, 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 um, it, it just it, it helped. It always helped me kind of just relax and unwind to go. Hey, there's other people just like me. I'm not crazy. Or if I am crazy, at least there's other people like me. You know, uh, I, I I just I found solace in it. You know, um, and the reason I keep coming back was because uh, of of the community that's that's here and the people that you know uh, contribute on a regular basis. And I suspect as well that like most communities, like there's a lot more observers than there are contributors. Like, so we're, we're probably probably reaching, you know, maybe five 10 to ten times the amount of people that that are in the chat on a regular basis, which would explain the audio as well and how successful that is. Um, You know, that people are just, you know, listening in because, you know, it helps their mental health just to listen to other people be, who, who were or are in the same place. That they're in, um, and they're just looking for an outlet um, for, uh, for, from the the worlds that they found themselves in in, in in retail. And I just find it also interesting. It's you know this is like documenting you know for for the future of like you know how retail has evolved. There's nothing else out. Every time anyone tries to study retail or look at retail, it's it's all the academic stuff. It's all about efficiencies and six sigmas and management theories and. This, there's nothing from the workers' point of view. Uh, the, the closest thing you come to it is unions uh, and, and that gets very politicized uh and, and and reported differently but just for the ordinary worker this is a great document you know for, for for the future of how people uh felt especially people like yourself who have seen a very interesting time in retail that you know uh almost pre-digital you know you started off in the late 80s um and and like you have said a few times before you've seen society devolve um and there, I, I, I have a morbid curiosity about that. I mean, you know, is it rose tinted glasses, or did it re, has it really gotten worse? And if so, why? How did that happen? Um, and uh, you know, it's it's just uh, it also checks myself as well because you know, like you, I have I in the past have been a very different manager. If you like, I'm still a manager. I still have keys. But this kind of keeps me in check, you know, just to, just to remember, you know, about, you know, f- focusing on the team, employees uh, and having a very healthy. Uh, and by the way, it's worked really well. Uh, like like I was kind of leading that way anyway. But this has kind of helped me kind of um, it's solidified my my, my approach to, uh, to, to, to managing people, you know, and uh, putting them first. And that has paid dividends in the last couple of years, you know.
1: Yeah, well, you have to because you're only as successful uh-huh. as your team is, you know. Um yeah. a hero said, Y'all, he has directed redirected the manager Steve focus energy into this. And knowing him, I think that speaks a lot towards its growth and eclectic continuity. Yeah, that's true. Um blame tag, you just nailed it. Future human behavioral analysts will come to us for insight on what went wrong with humanity. It's very possible. And you know, I was talking about the the watching society devolve thing. I mean, it it, it it's kind of frightening. I mean, when you, when you see how people change and you know where I'm working right now. Okay. I worked there when I I came out of high school. There are still people that shop there that I remember from when I was 18 years old. And what's interesting is there's a few of those, their their behaviors haven't changed, but it, it's, it is sad to see, but it, when we asked the question as to why, It's happened. It's because the companies we all work for bent over for the customers and let them do whatever they want. That's what happened. You know, it it was, you know, when we talk about standards, the actual corporations dropped their standards on customer behavior. And that's why we're here, you know. And, but, you know, from a, a reflective point, it's, You know, Blame Texas, your audio tracks will be historical records. God, that is so fucking frightening. I'm not going to lie. That's so frightening, more confetti. Um, Anyway, um, you know, it's a really bizarre business to be in when you step out of it and you just watch. And, you know, being in it, you know, from the time I was 18, you know, and I'm still in it. I'm not a manager, but I'm still in it you know, seeing, I mean, that's, that's a lot of years, man. You got to think when I turned 48, that was 30 years. All right. So, I mean, I'll be 53 this year. that That's a, a pretty big, you know, sample size to see. And, you know, there's a lot of people um, that talk about stuff on YouTube, like, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but, you know, Iris, we were talking before we came on the show about, you know, some YouTubers, the best they can do with this is they'll find an article. They worked for only one retailer in a management position ever, and it wasn't a big box. It, it wasn't It wasn't anything compared to anything we do, and they it articles. Okay, that's fine. You've only got that one perspective. But, ladies and gentlemen, Steve here was one of those that figured out If you want to make more money than 2% a year, you bounce jobs. I have worked and been a manager for a lot of different retailers in my career. I mean a lot. Three to five years, I would get bored or burn out, and I would look for somewhere else to go. I've worked drugstore. I've worked music instrument retail. I've worked big box, little box, all boxes in between. So I'm kind of, my qualifications, I've seen it in all these different environments. Craft business, I mean, niche businesses, I've seen it all. I don't think there's anywhere else I could work that I could see anything different unless I decided to go to Walmart. And then that, the only thing you're seeing there is horror, right? I've worked, you know, craft business, um, drug business, grocery business, mass merchant retail, instrument retail. I've done it. I've literally done it all. And so I have the perspective of seeing all those different customer bases for a decent amount of time. And I can speak to those things because I did it. But then you got these jack-offs who on YouTube spouting off articles, they've only seen one. So. Uh, welcome throat punch. Jason says Walmart is the reason the rest of us have to deal with these customers. Yep. Um, Russell says it's like being in the fifties. You heard the news on radio, but now there's TV and you can watch it, but the newspaper been around for hundreds hundred years. Correct. Uh, maiden says sometimes it's easy to focus on your own feelings and not that of your team. That shit happens because you're the one getting the hammer brought down on you, but we all know if you're unhappy, everyone else will be too. Yep. Um, thank you, Jason. Happy birthday. Oh, more confetti. Today's conf- <laughs> tonight is confetti getting. Um, but But yeah, and going back to what you said about the people here, Irish, you know, it's important to acknowledge the chat. It's important to me to read out what they're saying, you know, because that's what this is about. And if we were to get big, it would be difficult. We'll still do it, but we're going to have to have moderators. You know, you can slow chats down and things like that, and and whatnot. And hopefully, one day that will happen. It would be it would be kind of cool to have a bunch of people, you know, like minded or whatnot. You know, on the chat where we're having to go through, you know, madly trying to read off what they have to say. So, I hope that happens. I'm I'm welcome to the challenge because I want to hear what everybody's got to say. So I'll turn it back over to you. Yeah. Well, uh, on that, I,
0: I, I'd love to hear more from uh, uh, the wider community as well. Um, like you mentioned there, but the uh, the audio side of things been heard in 30 countries. I'd love to hear from some of them because, you know, the, the, there is that dynamic as well um, where I'm listening to a lot of stuff that, you know, may I may not be familiar with. Um I, I, and, and vice versa. I, I presume, like you know, w- when I was listening to some of the stuff that, um, t- you know, that that's commonplace in the states, I, it's it's just jaw dropping. And I, I, I'm there, like maybe maybe I don't belong here. Jesus, that's that's, that's terrible. Um, and then it's it's interesting how similar some things can be. Like like for example, the jokes thing uh, that was mentioned at the beginning beginning of the chat. Jesus Christ, they're universal. There's the same crap jokes. There's, there's about 10 to 20 of them that the t- customers use on a daily basis. Oh, you look bored. Let me give you something to do. Oh, just printed this off this morning. You know, oh, Jesus. You know, it's just over and over. It's, it's interesting that that like those things are nearly universal. But, you know, I'd like to get, you know, if we could get some, <laughs> preferably, obviously, uh, you, you people that are, uh, you know, like, say, from, like, I'd say, Japan, for example, was one. I think we mentioned uh, that that's a that's a very different culture when it comes to uh, uh to 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 almost everything. It'd be interesting to see what their retail experience. If anyone is able to come on here from there, that would be uh, eye opening for
1: me. I, w- um, I would. I would love that.
0: Love that. Yeah. Or 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 anywhere else. Like it'd be. It's 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 just uh, it's interesting. Like I remember w- w- one of the. First times I was on, I think it might, it might even have been Alex that asked me about the 10 foot rule. I never heard of it, you know, and the chat just blew up as few people that were run at the time, like, you know what, you never heard of the 10 foot rule. You know, it's, it's, and it's, little things like that, like we don't really have over here that you guys are burdened with. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I like it. It's just, I, I have a morbid curiosity about, you know, like, you know, retail and culture and social norms and things like that. And, um, I, so I'd love to see that, you know, spread beyond, uh, you know, the U S and Ireland,
1: right? You know, well, true. And, and, you know, like hero just brought so we got cranky and, and cranky is right. in Canadian in Canada. And then we got you. And, and to her point, she says, yeah, hearing the similarities between American customers, Irish customers, Canadian customers is kind of eye opening. It really is. And I would love to be able to get more input. You know, I, I'd love to hear, you know, British customers, you know, more customers from the UK. Uh, but, Obviously, um, time zones are an issue, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really wish, you know, guys, if you could ever do me a favor, outreach is a big thing. If if you have an internet friend that is, you know, somewhere that they may be able to participate. I mean, it'd be great, and that and that's why you know, like the printable gift cards. I mean, uh, business cards. It's kind of important. I I would really, I don't know how we could do it, but it'd be really interesting to figure out, okay, so all these different people in different places have printed out these things and cut them out on paper and passed them out. It would be an amazing thing to track, you know, like, What did it do? Did we get people here? I mean, it it would just be interesting to see. And I really look at it kind of like what um, musical acts have, you know, especially indie acts. They've got street teams. they got, you know, groups of people in, you know, different cities that go spread the word and put flyers up and all this other stuff. You know, the outreach is what's really important because we're missing a lot. We're missing a lot of stories. We're missing a lot of other input because we just haven't found them yet. And that's the key going forward is there's going to come a point in time where we're going to have to go find them. They're not going to find us. You know, we're not exactly family friendly. I mean, obviously, when I have guests on and whatnot, I I tone down my language and I'm proper. And anytime I have any kind of email interaction between people that are going to be on the show, i let them know that, you know, I I don't drop the F-bomb you know, that, that often while they're on. Um, but we're getting to a point where we got to go find them. We're going to go find them, put our hooks in them and bring them in. Um, blame tag hit up Tanya Maxwell. I did at one point. I think the time zone is too much of an issue for her, (coughs) but would love to have her, um, throat punch. Jason says 10 foot is the danger zone for a throat punch. Yes. Um, Mel says, I'll literally print cards up and put them all over Houston. Hey, that's great. You're in Texas. You're down there where the home store um, corporate office is. If you go by there and drop off like an entire bag of them, that'd be fucking great. Um, (laughs) Iron Maiden says, how do you say throat punch in Japanese? I don't know. Uh, Welcome, Big Quit Energy. Congrats on two years. I usually can't watch live, but glad I could catch a little bit of this one. Hey, welcome. You keep doing what you're doing, too big quit. He knows what's up. What you got, ours? Um I'm
0: curious in the next like, you're going into to to year 3 now. Is there is there a kind of um a, a topic that you haven't touched on yet that you 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 really you you just you can't wait to start in or to get it on the show in um, in year 3.
1: There is and it's a very touchy topic and it's something that i approached a very near and dear friend of mine about a while back and he did say that he had no problem doing so and i'm i'm just going to put it out here right now and being a person of color shopping and working in stores mm-hmm. That is something that is going to be um very hard to navigate. And and this person is is someone I met in my guitar center days, um, who I consider family. And it's something him and I are going to have to work out because he has a very stellar career. And 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 when I say stellar, I'm telling you folks, this is somebody who one day is going to be, I mean, he's already won awards, but one day is going to be like a household name as far as scoring and things like that go. That's something that I do want to do. Um, I'm not sure how to approach it. And it is something that um, I think needs to be done, but it's its going to be a hard one to put together. So thats that's one of the big ones. Um, one thing I would love to do, and I don't think anybody really has the balls to do it is you know, when Blank Stairs came on and I posted the replay, I tagged Dollar Tree Corporate in that. And I said, Hey, if you got somebody who wants to come on and we can talk about your staffing issues, let's go. My goal, my biggest goal is to get a CEO or somebody higher up of one of these retail establishments to come kind of try to spout their bullshit and all of us bury them, to be honest with you. That would be the pinnacle for me. You know, you get some CEO here that maybe we have employees that work for that company that can let them know what's going on because I really do believe a lot of CEOs or C-suite people, have a belief that these things don't happen in our stores because I have said it before that I really feel like when you get above district manager, regional VPs and whatnot, they are the stopgap. They're the dam that keeps the bad shit from getting any higher up. And, you know, I'd love to have someone come on and, and, and talk about it. You know, I, and and I'd be respectful. I mean, you know, if I had some CEO for like, if it was the CEO for like Dollar Tree or whoever, I'm not going to cuss. I'll fix my hair. I won't wear a hat. I mean, it, it you know, it'll be respectful. But I want to have somebody have the balls to come on here and debate this shit. And I just don't, I just don't think anybody has the cojones to do it. But that would be like my pinnacle, you know. If I got like a CEO for like Dollar Tree, uh, once again, you could shut the channel down after that. I won that. that I mean, that's it. I mean, I, you know, I I won the lottery on that one because they'd get crucified. But it, it's or you know, someone from the media. Look, it doesn't have to be me. If someone from the media, you know, like your big network, CNN, NBC. ABC CBS whatever if they see me or they hear you Irish or they see somebody in the chat that they want to bring on national television to talk about this then do it then do it you know off stream Irish and I were talking about the anti-work subreddit over on reddit meltdown over a year ago where they got one of the mods on television and completely bared him. Cause the dude was completely, completely outmatched. No research, you know, it, it, it was, it was embarrassing. It wasn't an Irish.
0: Oh, it was, it was, it was terrible. It Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you, you seen Fox news win that day for sure.
1: Oh yeah. Fox news crucified that that dude. It was not good. But when you look at some of the people in our chat and some, and, you know, like myself and Irish, we've been doing this a long time. We're not making shit up. Like I said, I've worked just about every segment of retail there is to work. And, and the stories are all the same. You know, employees are a control of expense. I'm number one. But it'd be kind of cool. Not, you know, because I think I'm handsome or anything. It'd be kind of cool to be on TV and debate somebody about this shit and call them out and what they're doing that that's like my ultimate goal for this. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be me. It could be anybody in the chat. Hell if blame, if somebody sees blame tag shit for the serving times, Hey, we, I don't care, but the media does such a shitty job on blaming the workforce. Come on. I'll go. Let's go. Let's talk. ain't scared. And I'm not going to dress up for you, and you're going to get the fucking hat. You're going to get what you get. So let's go. But um <laughs> let's see here. What we got in the chat. Um Harvard says, Don't think I won't piss in someone's Cheerios to get a CEO on. Do that. If you can, I'll take that one too. Fine. Um, Russell says, nah, that's DMs. Mine at the store now will literally go around and talk to everyone in the store. He's great. No, it's not the DMs. The DMs do let shit slip out. It's the RVPs who stop it. Know this from experience, firsthand. Uh Maiden says claws out of the paws for that one. Damn right, fangs out, not claws. Fangs out. Um, Blame Tag says I like posting serving times on anti work so someone can explain satire to me. Man, Blame Tag, I love love the fact that some of the shit you post and the comments you get. It's like you really wonder what kind of brain trust is over there. They're trying to explain to you what a satire is, and you fucking wrote it. Amazing, amazing. The fact that some people think you are actually, you know, one hundred percent top of the line journalist, and and think that it's satire it says a whole lot. Uh, Eric says the media likes to work or blame, like victim blame. they sure as fuck do. Um, exactly. Blame tag. Anti work takes the articles completely seriously, and there's always one guy who explains satire. Isn't that amazing? Just amazing, because I've never read one of your articles, blame tag, that I did not realize was satire. You are a top of the line journalist. That's why they hate it. They don't understand that what's the, what's the comment? Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> you you blend that line.
0: Yeah, the, the, those articles are absolute gold. Uh, I, I I do think you know that's definitely something one day that's uh, it's going to be looked back on uh, fondly. And there's very good chance at some point that one of those articles is going to blow up, um, for sure, just because the, the quality uh, and the, uh, the content and at the rate that uh, th- that Blame Tag uh, produces those is is phenomenal. I don't know how he gets the energy to do it and work retail.
1: You're right. Um, and, um, I have to do this because I'm a child. Hold on. There we go. Confetti for the serving times. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, and, and but that, but that's the thing. I mean, I, I think all this is great. I mean, I really do. And it's interesting. Hey, look, you see all these graphics and stuff I do. now look, I'm not saying I'm a graphic artist. Okay. I'm not saying that what you see here is, like, epic, okay? But would you guys know that I had no idea how to do this shit until the January before I started the podcast? I had no clue. I, I'd never worked with Photoshop. I use GIMP, which is, like, the <laughs> f- like ghetto-free um, Photoshop. But I had no idea how to do this at all. And that's what, you know... I think it's a testament to the the desire of wanting to do this is to come up with something that looks eh, okay and functional for all of us to commune, you know. And um, it, it it's it's interesting and, and it's fun, you know. I've 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 learned a lot about a lot of things doing this, you know, from a technical standpoint, which I think is cool, and um, it's pretty awesome. Maiden says, "But you made it work, and now look—two years later, we have confetti on demand." Uh-oh. Yep, <laughs> confetti on demand. Like I said, this 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 was meant to be a good time tonight, guys. We we we've come a long way in in two years, and the sky's the limit. And you know, the biggest thing I could ask of everyone out there, hey, there's a printable business card. Go spread the word, man. Let let's let's let be you know 2023 be the year of outreach everybody do their part like i said i don't want any of your money okay and you know if you want to buy a shirt or two that's cool but if there's something you could do for me print this shit out let, let, let's let spread the word let's do something really and that's the beauty of it if you do that it brings people it's all organic go into your local grocery store. You know, post it up on their little board with the business cards or whatnot. You know, spread it wherever. You know, let let 2023 be the year of outreach. And um, I think that would be really, really cool. Um, Hybrid says, new segment, word of the day. When someone says the magic word, just shoot confetti. Confetti on demand. There you go. Woo-hoo. Um, okay. So I didn't, I, I, originally did a question of the week, but I took it down because I remembered I had this poll. And, um, so we'll go over this real quick and I want to get Irish's thoughts on this actually. Um, so what I did is I posted a poll, uh, in searching for a new job, what is the most important factor for you? And the choices were wages, work-life balance, affordable benefits and the culture. The results were, number one, was work-life balance, and that's 46.2%. Wages were 44.2%. Culture was 6.4%. And affordable benefits was 3.2%. And that was a sample size of 156 votes, which is the largest vote total I have gotten on Twitter. So I can't really complain about that. But, Irish, what are your thoughts on that? Um.
0: I I'm actually surprised at how clear that is. Um, you, you know, the, I mean the, the, first two kind of go together, I suppose, but you know, um, work-life balance has become much more important. Uh, I think in the last 10 years, I think if you ran that poll, you know, maybe oh, like 10 years ago, I, I don't think work-life balance would have been there, um, anywhere near as much uh because people are learning over the last while you know about uh about their worth because you know the the, the wages have been suppressed uh, uh so now in terms of the culture i suppose it depends on someone how someone might have interpreted that um you know you know there, there, there's negative connotations you know but the, the, you know the, the culture as in um you know well we are family here you know that 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 shit just gets the hairs in the back of my neck standing up and i just like you know, walk backwards slowly out of the store. Uh, but, you know, culture kind of like there is such a thing as a company culture, like, you know, and, and that, that that actually is important. Um, uh, but uh, benefits, I'm kind of surprised at. presumably a lot of the uh, the people that uh, partook in that poll were U.S. based. And I would have expected that might have been a bit more important, actually. Um, it doesn't really apply to over here. But yeah, um, but yeah I th- I think work life balance uh, is definitely um uh is far more uh, on the forefront of people's minds now than it used to be.
1: Yeah and and you know you bring I was really hoping culture would come in last. I'm I'm really scratching my head on that to to uh to to understand why culture outdid benefits but then again it might be because uh I don't know we're the United States and benefits suck and it's tied to employment. Maybe they're just like, well, fuck it. We're not going to have health insurance anyway, so why vote? You know, so, I mean, it really might be that. But having said that, ladies and gentlemen, we're in an hour or two. Um, welcome to our birthday party. Thank you for attending. I'm sorry I didn't have cake for you. That's why I posted originally, bring your own cake. But guess what? We have confetti. So there, that's what you get. Um, Blame taxes, I think, a lot of customer service workers don't even expect benefits. You're probably right. But having said that, thank you, everyone, for being here tonight. Irish, welcome officially to the Retail War Zone as co-host. Thank you. You know, I'm not sure about next week if you've got a topic you know just if you've got something you want to cover let me know and then we'll we'll get on it uh monday nights come get your therapy we'll have a good time and having said that everyone please be safe take care of you and yours don't take any shit and we will see you next time